I will give you the world, baby girl. You just gotta be worth it. Uh 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 uh. You ain't gotta be perfect. No no no. You just gotta be worth it. Yeah 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 yeah. What does that even mean? You about to find out. You feel me? Hey, come on. This old brag different with Nia J and money making sound. You got something on your mind? Let's get it off. You know they're gonna get you together. So come on, let's get it. Got something on your mind? I ain't sound here to listen. If you're an employee or a CEO, don't matter your position. Eyes wide, ears open. They always pay attention. Why settle for a glow when you can shine and glisten? Brag different, brag different. Be unique and brag different. Shoot for the stars, pretend the sky's missing. You might be right, just follow your intuition. Don't ever brag regular when you can brag different. Hey, 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 welcome, 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 it's your girl Nia J. What it do, man? It's your boy Money Making Sales. And this is Let's, Let's Brag, Brag Different. Different. All right, y'all, y'all know how we do it over here. We're kicking this episode off with a brag about it. So last week, Sierra shouted out her best friend, but this week, she shouted out herself. Let's hear her out. I want to brag about the fact that I finished my first semester of graduate school with a 3.95 GPA, all while raising a newborn. Okay, Sierra. This week, I want to shout out my little brother, Rashid. He's a YouTuber. Bro been putting in work talking about building up his streams, his followers. We will definitely be leaving his social media handles in our show notes. Make sure y'all show him some love and some support. I see you, little bro. Keep working. I love to see what you're doing on that side. Last but not least, we got David in the building, and he's about to shout out his brag about. Let's hear it. What's up, Barricade community? This is David. Um, I'm tuning in to tell you my my latest accomplishment. Last year, I was in like a, a total funk. Uh, since the corona happened and everything, it was so crazy. But what brought me back up is my family, uh, my beautiful daughter and my girlfriend, and we are... And we're trying to get to our higher point and get out this funk that we're in and trying to get life back together and and work towards financial stability. Thank you, guys. And tune in, tune in, tune in. Okay, David. If you're interested in being shouted out on Brag About It, feel free to message us on Instagram at Let's Brag Different. So how's your day going? My day going real well. How's your day going, love? It's okay. I'm just ready to tell the people how you threw a shot at me earlier. I don't never throw shots at you, love. What are you talking about? All right, y'all. So it's story time. Mr. Story Time. All right. So for those of you who don't know, your girl are here with two jobs. I have a full-time and I have a part-time job. And really, I only keep the part-time job just for the discounts. So I was telling Sal that I wanted to take a day off, you know, just for a little bit of self-care. And he was like, how much would you make that day if you did go to work? So I told him, and you know what bro said? What did I say now? Bro said, that's it? That's not even worth your time. I'll just pay you to take the day off. And that's what sparked this conversation. What is worth? That sounds like a real man that knows your worth. As you should, because you're stuck with me for life. What you mean for life? I ain't say I do yet. Keep it up. You won't make it to say I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you get back to the question? What's your definition of worth? 
Before I share my definition on worth, I want to read you guys the actual definition. Worth is defined as the level at which someone or something deserves to be valued or rated. That sounds like a lot of mumbo-jumbo to me. Can you clarify that? All right, all right. When I hear the word worth, I think about what you hold value to, what you will and won't accept, and negative self-talk. What about you? When I think about worth, the three things that come to my mind would be time, money, and energy. Mm. We both have some interesting takes on the topic. Let's unpack it. I'll go first. So what I mean by what you hold value to is essentially deciding what's more important to you. If we refer back to the story at the beginning of this episode, I stated that I wanted to take a day off just to get some self-care in, and you told me it wasn't worth my time to go in. So that leads me to think, what did I hold value to in that moment? Did I hold more value to self-care, or did I hold more value to making money? That's interesting to me, because I feel like a lot of people hold value to materialistic things, or things that really don't serve them no purpose. So... I definitely understand where you're going with that. And I'm glad that you picked yourself over money. And that brings me to my point on why time is so important to me. I feel like time is very important because there's 24 hours in a day. And I feel like if you're not maximizing it, doing things that you want to do, at the end of the day, you might feel like you're worthless. Time is a very interesting point when you think about worth. And keeping in line with time, you know what it made me think about? What did it make you think about? It makes me think about how much time or how long you're willing to stay in a certain situation and if it's even worth your time. Because just to give some context on why I even had the part-time job to begin with was because I was in between jobs and it was holiday season and it was easy to secure that job. But it's going on almost a year now and now I have to evaluate, is it even worth me holding on to? And I feel like that's something a lot of people can relate to, staying in things longer than they should have. That's interesting that you made the point that now you have to evaluate your time to see if it's worth you still working there because at one point it was worth it. But that brings me to my next point, which is money. I feel like a lot of times we stay at a place and a lot of times it's not even worth our time to even be there. And the people that we're doing it for, they don't even respect us nor the time that we're putting in for the money. It made me realize because when I was younger, I'm not going to lie, I was struggling with knowing my worth because I used to be chasing money 24-7 because I felt like the more money I had, the more happiness or the more things I would be able to do. And a wise person told me that the more you chase money, you will never be happy because at the end of the day, there's an endless amount of money. It made me realize and change my ways because I was chasing something that would never bring me worth nor happiness. So I have a question for you. Yes. So during the last episode, you mentioned that you were an entrepreneur and you took us on the journey of what it was like starting up your first business. So during that time in which you were running your business, did you ever encounter a problem where you felt as though you weren't charging your worth based off the services you were providing? Yes, I would totally agree with that because I feel that a lot of times, even with entrepreneurs, we spend a lot of time selling our product, but we don't spend a lot of time charging our worth. What I mean by that, for example, if you're a photographer and you're just charging for the pictures, but you're not charging for the travel that it took you to get there, the amount of hours and time you had to spend editing, you're losing more money because at the end of the day, you only charge for one thing and not the full package. Mm, that's deep. 
It also makes me think about how when you're working, let's say, in corporate America, and they want you to do three people's jobs, but only getting paid one salary, and you have to evaluate, is it even worth your time for the amount of money that you're making? So when I think about worth as it relates to money, it makes me think about, are we even getting paid our worth? You know, that's interesting you said that because I had to face the fact that it don't matter how much any job or even my own business pay me. I'm not worth the amount of money that you're paying me. I'm worth way much more. So I don't care if you pay me $5 an hour, if you pay me $1,000 an hour. I know my worth and I know I'm worth way more than that. I bring a lot to the table. Man, all this talk about money. I know you tell me all the time I'm living in a fantasy world. But there was one point in time where money wasn't as important. And what I mean by that is people used to operate off of the bartering system. So if they didn't have money to purchase something or receive a service, it was pretty much using what they knew how to do and offering that. And that's how you can determine your worth, too, as to what do you have to offer to someone. I like that. When I think about what someone had to offer, I think about relationships because you have to find out if the person worth your time or your energy. Mm, that is a big one, especially when you think about what each person is bringing into the relationship. Yes, because you don't want to you don't want a one way street. What I mean by that is you don't want to be putting a lot into a person and you get nothing in return. Not saying you should always look for things, but you want to build somebody up and you want them to help build you up. That is so true. And that not only applies to intimate partner relationships. But I feel as though it also applies to the family dynamic or the household dynamic. And how can you explain that? Pretty much what I mean by that is what you have to offer is another way of saying what you can provide. So if we think about the household dynamic, we're expecting people to provide certain things and we attribute what they can contribute to the household as what their worth is. That is so true, because at the end of the day, even though we have a lot to offer, other people have a lot to offer us, too. Just know when it becomes too much. Don't overwhelm yourself over what somebody has to offer that you you jeopardize your life or the time that you put in. That's interesting that you brought that up because I feel as though that's a conversation that we have. And I know we can get a little petty with these kind of things. But just like you mentioned, when each individual knows their worth, there should be no competition on who has what they consider more worth to whatever space they're in. Nah, that's definitely a fact. And you know what that makes me think about? What's that? It makes me think about Medea Family Union. When I think about that movie, I think about the scene when the young lady, she was engaged, and the mother was cool with the fiancé, and the fiancé was beating on her daughter, treating her like crap. But in public, he act like he was the nicest and the best guy around town. But behind closed doors, he was really doing a lot of damage. And the young lady realized at the end of the day, he wasn't worth the time or her energy. And she wanted to leave. But the mother had the audacity to tell her, you can't go nowhere. You know how much I had to sacrifice? You know how much money that man has and what he can do for this family? So because I sacrifice things, it's time for you to sacrifice. Mm. And that brings me to one of my other points, what you will and what you won't accept. So going based just off of what you said, we can see how sometimes people can get caught up in overlooking certain things when they're unsure of their worth. So for those of you who've seen the movie, you guys know that that guy was abusive. 
But because he could provide her and her family with things, she was willing to overlook his bad behavior until one day she had enough and she discovered she was worth more than that. That is real interesting. Not to dwell on the movie, but it it was also funny to me because even though she know she wasn't worth his time, when she was around people, she would brag about all the materialistic things that he could provide for her. And even some of the people realized that at the end of the day, enough is enough. To even go further in that point, we have to think or look at it from her perspective. If you were in a situation similar to that, there had to be some form of you talking to yourself about what you will and what you won't accept. And in that instance, I know it's even though it's a movie, but we're just thinking and looking at it on the surface that she probably didn't think she was worth more than that, which leads me to my other point of negative self-talk. Can you explain that point? Yes. And I'm going to transition this point away from Medea and put it back on one of my favorite movies, as you already know, The Five Heartbeats. What's up with you in The Five Heartbeats? I'm tired of having this debate when we all know temptation is the way to go. But that's a story for another day. The five heartbeat slaps, bro. But anyway, I'm bringing this movie up because there was a scene in that movie. Eddie, the lead singer of the group, went home after a competition and he had pretty much a strained relationship with his father. So when he arrived home, his father looked down on him and told him, you ain't gonna be ish because I ain't ish. And we have to think about when we hear people talk negatively about themselves and or us, it equates to us talking to ourselves in that manner as well, which also leads to us questioning what our worth is. You know, when I think about that movie, it's real interesting to me because I feel like even myself, I have to take the blame for it. We put a lot of our fear and our pressures on people instead of telling them to do it and show, and explain it to them what we did or how we fell rather than doing that we would say oh you can't do it because i couldn't do it and i feel like that's not fair because you're not giving them a full chance everybody have different experience so don't think your experience will always be their experience Hmm. and while we're on this role it also makes me think about how when someone knows their worth or their value and other people are unsure of their worth their value they'll try to dim your light with that being said I got a quote from one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I know. Y'all probably like, yo, y'all doing a lot of movies this episode. But this movie really stuck out to me. Coach Carter. Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It is not our light nor our darkness that most frighten us. Your playing small doesn't serve others in the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine like children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in all of us. And as we let our own light shines, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fears, our presence automatically liberate others. That is an excellent point. And something that really stood out to me was the fact that we have a responsibility to help liberate others. In other terms, if you know your worth, it is somewhat your responsibility to help someone identify their worth. That's what I also took from it, too. And to that point, too, if you know your worth and someone else knows their worth, don't see each other as competitions. Both of you have your own skill set and offer different ways on how you provide whatever you're providing. The both of you can coexist. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Yes, question guy. Hey, you know I love to ask questions. The dumbest question is the question you don't ask, so I'm going to ask this question. Do you remember that time in our 
first apartment when you came up to me and you was like, Sal, I kind of envy you because you're doing what you want to do and I can't do what I want to do. Yeah, I remember that time. What about it? Kind of felt like you felt, I'm not going to say worthless, but you felt more that I found my worth and I was doing what I wanted to do, but you didn't find your worth because you was, you was working a job that you hated and you wanted to leave. I see where you're going with that. As it pertains to what you brought up, it was more so about me, me not seeing that we were in two different points in life. At that time, what you prioritized or what you held value to was ownership. Meanwhile, I was beginning to feel unsure as to what I held value to. So seeing you live in your purpose and understand what you're working towards and me comparing myself to that, I think that's what led to the disconnect for a while. So if you don't mind me asking, how do you think we was able to coexist with each other at that point in time? Um, Pretty much like I just mentioned, understanding that we were in two different spaces and while being in two different spaces, we both had things to offer just in different capacities. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. But this conversation isn't over, y'all. You better believe we're going to continue this over on Instagram. So be sure to follow us at Let's Brag Different. So with that being said, let's brag about knowing our worth. And stop allowing other people to get a discount. Mmm, bars no chocolate. So with that being said, it's that time of the show. Would you like to start off the first question? Sure. That wasn't certain. What happened to I sure do? You're right. Let me correct that. I sure do. Question number one. How do you think people see you? That's an interesting question. I feel like people see me as a caring, loving person and very well educated. How do you see me? Hmm. I'm in a decent mood today, so I guess I can say a couple of nice things about you. It don't have to be nice. It just has to be honest. Hmm. I see you as a leader and a great provider to me and our babies. For those of y'all who don't know, Sal's a cat daddy. Did she just call me a cat daddy? Man, I go to work. Drew Winner. Jean Sack Low. Light Squidward. Cat daddy. Cat daddy. Cat daddy. Yeah, you know I had to hit y'all with a throwback. You feel me? So, same question for you. How do you think people see you? This should be interesting. Honestly, I think it depends who I'm around at that time. Because for the vast majority of people that I know, they'll probably see me as an asshole. Just an asshole? Um, probably not just an asshole. Maybe like 92.5% of the time. I'm not even going to calculate that because math has never been my strong suit. But the other times, I feel like people would see me as someone who does what they say they're going to do. So now to throw you under the bus, how do you see me? Mm. Honestly, no disrespect, but it depends on the day. Uh Uh-uh. Y'all hear this, y'all? I don't like where this is going, so I'm about to put a co-host wanted sign up. Yeah, okay. But what I mean by that is, and not to be biased, I feel like that's for anybody. You can catch somebody on a perfect day where they super nice and sweet and genuine, and you can catch them on a day where nothing is going right for them, so you won't get the best out of them. But not to go off topic. The way I see you is you're a loving, caring person, and you love hard. When I mean by you love hard, when when you feel like somebody is doing somebody wrong, Naya comes to the rescue. She don't care who you are, male, female. She's going to battle, and she's not going to back down until you understand what you did by the person. And you're very kind-hearted, and you would do anything for others. 
But if they F you over, oh, man, it's it's time for them to go to the back of the bus. No offense. Cutoff game strong. Sometimes it can be too strong. But when I say the bad side, I can catch you one day and you walk up on the wrong side of the bed and you be like, Sal, not right now, Sal. Not right now. Please leave me alone. And I'll be like, yo, I'm just trying to love you. Not right now. And I'll be like, damn. So that's what I mean. It depends on the day. Here you go, airing me out for the public to hear. Hey, they got to see both sides of you. We all have two sides. I'm glad you ain't see my other two on here. Mm, we have plenty of time to dive into that. But right now, let's dive into question number two. What or who did you learn the concept of work from? That's a real interesting question because I feel that for me, I would say I learned that in my household when I was younger because the people that raised me and the family I was around, they helped me realize my worth by whether they said positive or negative things about me, whether they pushed me or even seen potential in me or made me see things that I didn't see. So for me, I would say it started real early in the household. So I would have to say family in general. What about you? Hmm. I would have to say I learned the concept of worth throughout all the relationships that I've been in. What do you mean by that? I mean, not to say that I didn't take anything away from my family, but I feel as though I learned most of my valuable lessons about my worth throughout my relationships. Because as I mentioned earlier in the episode, it taught me things that I was willing to accept or things I wasn't going to accept. And by having those experiences, it helped me identify my boundaries and illuminated things that I needed to help me grow. Wow, that's interesting you put it in that way. But not to go back on it, one point I feel like I have to make is, because like I said, I learned my wealth through family. And sometimes family can be cruel or mean to you. So try not to take the negative things that family or friends or bosses or anybody put on you. Try to take all the positive things and keep it moving. Don't let that make you get stuck. Definitely. Are you ready for the third question? The third and final question. When's the last time you felt confident or successful? And what steps did you take to get there? You know me. I got to put this on you because I've been going first for the longest And y'all already know, I'm kind of confident, so I'd rather see how your point go. You kind of confident? A confident person wouldn't say they're kind of. You want to try that again? You know, I'm very confident, and some people could say arrogant. So I'd rather let you go first. Okay, that body language definitely changed over there. But to answer your question, the last time I felt confident and successful, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I can't pinpoint a time because I feel like it's been so long I feel like every time I grasp whatever my ideal or concept of what it meant to be successful it slipped through my hands and I find myself constantly reevaluating. confident is something that I'm learning to become every day because like most people I find myself either talking myself out of stuff or feeling like I'm just not good enough to do certain things so In short, I can't really give you a definitive answer on when I last felt either of those things. I'm not trying to avoid the question, but I feel that you be confident a lot of times. But it's interesting to me. You you are more confident for others than you are confident in yourself. Mm. No words. Mm. I guess it's easier to show confidence for other people than it is for yourself. I feel like 
since I met you every day, you gain an inch of confidence each and every day. I just wanted to let you know that I'm big on giving people their flowers, but not to waste your time any longer. The the last time I felt confident and successful, honestly, is every day for me. Every day I feel like I'm going in the right direction. No matter what comes in my way, I always continue to keep going and it motivates me no matter if it's positive or negative. I know how to generate that and put it towards something that I want to do. The steps that I take to get there is if it's something negative that a person said to me, it will motivate me to prove them wrong and keep going about it. And if it's something positive, it will show me the right steps that I'm doing and it will also motivate me to keep going. If both of them two things don't work, I look in the mirror and y'all know me. I'm like, I'm sad. Man, I could do anything I put my mind to. I tell people that all the time. Whatever I say, I'm going to do, and I do it. So that's what also helped me is bringing up positive things and motivating myself to do them. But with that being said, I want everybody to leave this episode with being more confident. So if you're feeling less confident or you feeling like you can't do it, look yourself in the mirror and say that you can do it and you will do it. Don't let other people get in your way or stop you. Also, refrain from their negativity on driving you down. Try to take that and drive you to keep going. Thank you, Brother Saladin, for your positive message. You're welcome, sister. Nah, <laughs> that don't sound right. So we hope you guys enjoy this week's episode, and we encourage you to join our Braghead community over on Instagram at Let's Brag Different. And while you're over on our Instagram page, feel free to click the link in the bio. If you're interested in becoming a guest, would like to submit questions for advice, or would like to send us things for additional promotion. We are now on all platforms, so please rate, subscribe, and shout us out to your friends and family. And welcome to the Bradcat community. And we're going to end this episode a little different in honor of the song Sal was singing at the intro. Until next week, Bradheads. Bye. Bye. Thank you.